0: thesaurus. There used to be a book, now it's online, (laughs) but it was a book of words that meant the same thing, synonyms. So if you wanted, for example, to find the word that meant the same thing as the word love, you would look up love and it would say cherish, adore, something like that. So can I be a little playful with you right now? So what's another word for thesaurus? See what I did there? (laughs) Are you ready? Treasure. Treasure. The Greek word in the scripture passage here is used five times. Thesaurus. Literally, the passage that we had before us, Jesus says this. Do not treasure up for yourselves treasures on earth, Rather treasure up for yourselves treasures in heaven, and at the very end, for where your treasure is, there is your heart. Also, all five times the word thesaurus. Pretty cool, huh? So <laughs> we're in this uh, this season of stewardship in this congregation, and we have a, a theme. We're calling it "Define Gravity." We're trying to um, overcome the pull of money and possessions that are all around us. We're trying to learn some practices. So if we could have that slide about defined gravity up here. So just remind us of that. Thank you. Um, about where our treasure really is. What do we value? What do we hold most dear in this life? So we're learning some practices that help us overcome that weight of gravity in our lives. And like last Sunday, we had a fall festival, a wonderful time, maybe 200 people here and just food and, and games and uh, such a great conversations going on all around. Us. It was a lot of fun. And, and and so yesterday we practiced in another way, something called a closet clean out. So we have some pictures about this yesterday. So people from this church, but from the neighborhood, um, Came by and they were trusting us with some of the stuff they had been holding on to for a long time, and so goodwill was here to take some of these items that you that you see here. So um, I, I love getting some of the comments from people as as they. Were, I was the traffic cop, okay. I was the one that was greeting people and saying what do you have and helping them get to the right aisle here, and so I, I love what one of our church members said said. Um, I'm really glad you're doing this, this. We have moved several times in the last few years, and all of our stuff has moved with us. He said, you're giving us a clean start. We get to start fresh here. Thank you for doing that. One of our neighbors I'd never met before came walking by, and, and he said, are you buying or selling? <laughs> I said, neither. <laughs> we're, we're giving this away. Uh, Uh, to goodwill and to uh, moving and grooving that uh, actually helped with some of the furniture for our our new refugee family that's just moving in right now. And uh, it it was great. A big thing was the paint and battery and oil and, and antifreeze. And we filled up a pickup truck and a trailer full of this to take to the city of Austin to dispose in an appropriate way. Some people were telling me, you know, we repainted our house and we, hang, we hung onto that paint. We said, well, we'll use that again. We, we're never going to use it. You know, how do we get rid of it? And so that, that was such a wonderful thing to be able to share with those people. And there's one member of our church who shall remain nameless, uh, although his name is Tony. And uh, uh, <laughs> he, he, said, <laughs> he said, it's embarrassing. He said, uh, I'll be back for a second and third trip. <laughs> I can't get it all in my car this, this one time here. Um, there was another person who said, um, I, I asked him, I said, how did you hear about this? And he said, oh, it was all over my Facebook feed. I, I just love that, that the thing went viral out there. And it wasn't just inside this church that there were other people that came by that wanted to get rid of their stuff. And it did get to the city of Austin, as you see here, this pickup truck and trailers uh, of all these things. And so we could take care of an appropriate way. And and so Jason's little boy, he, he was helping out there in back of the pickup. Um, so at, at the end, too, I was asking people as they were coming in, I, I asked this uh, one woman, I said, what do you got? And she said, dog stuff. <laughs> we were taking uh, blankets and towels and sheets, linens, those kinds of things, and they were going to be used for, for pet rescue. Had almost 80 different families that came by yesterday. It was just a wonderful time to to let go of some of that stuff. Why do we hold on to it? That was the point of this, this closet clean out to what do we treasure, what really is valuable in our lives. So uh, moving on here, some of you have experienced natural disasters, and it's another way to do a closet clean out to determine real quickly what is most valuable in your lives. And Kathy and I, we have lived through a couple of three hurricanes down on the coast. And you know what? You don't take a lot of furniture with you. What do you take? You take those those pictures, those photo albums, right? Those memories, those letters. Thankfully, Kathy takes the love letters that I wrote her when we were going through engagement. Am I right, honey? Okay. All right. I remember. Okay. So, uh, you, know, what, you know, what what really is the treasure in, in your life? Um, and... And you know Hurricane Matthew and how it brought such destruction to the East Coast there. And what did you hear over and over again on those news reports of people saying? You can always replace the stuff. It's, it's just things, right? You can't replace the people. This is what we treasure, right? Hang on to this for just a little bit. It's about the treasure in heaven, relationships. Memories, dare I say it, love, this is what lasts, this is the the treasure that we have in heaven. I'm saying hang on to this because I need to do a little commercial moment here with you about that card that you found in your worship bulletin. If we could have that minute and a half video at
1: this time, please. Annual pledge drives and pledge cards have been a part of the Methodist tradition for a long time. However, If you are like I was when our family joined the Methodist Church, you might not be familiar with this tradition. Let's start at the beginning. A pledge is your commitment to make a financial gift over the next year that supports the ministries of the Church. Here at Westlake United Methodist, we ask that you communicate your expected financial gift using an Estimate of Giving card. We have paper cards at the Church, or you can use the online form at the Church website. Annual pledges support everything we do at Westlake UMC, from paying staff to supporting our outreach ministries to maintaining the buildings that allow us to worship and connect. In order to know what we can do each year, the church relies on your pledge commitments to develop next year's budget. We are asking you to make a pledge no later than November 7th. This will allow the church council to make the hard decisions about what ministries, staff, and maintenance to fund in 2017. You can give by credit card. It's easy. Just check out our website or call the church office. You can even set up recurring credit card payments. We know that life happens. If circumstances change, you can notify the church to change your pledge at any time. If you're blessed with unexpected income, you're always welcome to increase your pledge, too. <laughs> yeah, you can clap. It's all right. I love it when you do that. So.
0: So, you found in your worship bulletin today an estimate of giving card. And yes, you could put that in the collection plate this day as it came by the offering. What I'd really love for you to do, though, is to slow down, take this home, pray, talk in your family, see what you're being led to do because it's about people, it's about relationship, it's about love. You can give online. Uh, that's what I've done. I've tried to set the pace. Um, also, we have incentive gifts. We tried this out last year. It worked really well, trying to get people to turn these in and turn them in early. Um, the incentive gifts this year, though, are not things. They are experiences. They're hopefully creating memories. And Kathy and I are trying to set the pace. We have a little condo in Angel Fire, New Mexico, and we're offering that as the first incentive gift. Um, You'd be in a drawing if you filled out this card, and you could stay at our place for a little bit. How, how cool? I, early service, oh, yeah, people, eyes go, yeah, that sounds pretty good, mountains of New Mexico. Um, another incentive gift is to have your way paid for at our all-church retreat in April. Huh? So again, memories, experiences, relationships, people, that's, that's what we're trying to do here, not, not things. So... What's a treasure that lasts? What's a treasure in heaven? Here's my segue. Um, So, Pastor Lisa had you take out this uh, blue prayer sheet that we look at every week. (laughs) I had an email this past week from Mary Lou Batlin, who's over here. Do you all know Mary Lou? Here's a treasure. (laughs) Here's a treasure in our church. Um, So... Mary Lou helps develop this this prayer sheet, and she does so many other ministries in the life of this church. Can't say enough good about you, Mary Lou. And Mary Lou sent me an email this past week, and it it said something like this. This uh, person approached Mary Lou after worship last Sunday and said, uh, all those names on, on that blue prayer sheet, what... What's behind all of those names? And Mary Lou gets this comment quite a few times, and it's almost in a negative tone. Like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle this. And it's confusing to me, and I, you know, I just don't understand this. But this man approached Mary Lou with tears in his eyes and said, what's behind all those names? See, there seems to be more names than we've had in the past. There seem to be more needs than we've had in the past. And this man said, We need to give our money to help meet these prayers, to meet all of those needs. I'm grateful for the work this church does. It looks like we need to up our donation for this next year. I can't make them up this good, okay? This is the treasure that lasts. In God's economy, not a single prayer is ever lost. A lot of other things lose their value, but prayer is never lost. It never diminishes in value. In God's economy, it is always remembered. It always counts. This is a treasure in heaven. Here's another treasure. It's very personal to me. Some of you know that I'm retiring in June of 2017. 2017. I will really miss this. I'm already grieving a little bit. I love to be with you. I love you. I love to lead worship. I love preaching just about above everything. And in preaching, I love to tell stories. Do y'all know that? (laughs) My first Sunday here with you uh, nine and a half years ago, I said, may I tell you a story? And you said, yes. And so may I tell you a story? Yeah. Okay. So when I was pastoring in San Saba, that little county seat town about 100 miles northwest of here, there was a smaller place out in the even more country named Rochelle. Had this little country church there. They were having a revival. This preacher came in, evangelist came in, and, and he had worked the people up right to that line. Do you know what I'm saying here? I mean, you know, hallelujah, praise the Lord. It's time to make a decision for Jesus. Okay, so... He put the question to them. He said, "How many of you want to go to heaven right now?" And everybody raised their hands except this one man right up front. He said, "Okay then, well how many of you want to go to hell?" He's looking right at that guy. <laughs> he still didn't raise his hand. He was everybody else. He said, "Well sir, how about you? How about you what what are you going to do? Are you going to go to heaven or are you going to go to hell?" And the man said, Preacher, I ain't ready to leave Rochelle yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a treasure that lasts. <laughs> treasure in heaven. There, there's a Jewish proverb that says, God loves stories, so God created humankind. <laughs> You know what we're going to do in heaven? I think we're going to do a lot of praying. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're going to tell a lot of stories. I'll get to tell you all my stories. I have a lot more, okay? (laughs) And you'll get to tell me yours. How you have experienced Christ. How you know salvation. How you know about love. And that's what we'll be doing in heaven. This is the treasure in heaven. have one final kind of a closing image for you. Have y'all heard about this in computing, about the cloud? Anybody here heard about this? And said, I had to look it up, okay? I just wanted to make sure I had this concept correctly about in the cloud. Everybody talks about this. And so this is my understanding, is that instead of investing in more hardware, you invest in more memory in the in the cloud. Am I right? Am I getting close to this? So it's not having more stuff, it's having more cloud, right? I think what Jesus is saying, don't invest in more closet, but more in the cloud. Your treasure's not in the closet. Your treasure's in the cloud. Pretty clever, huh? Am I getting through you, huh? The good news is, in Jesus Christ, our treasure is in the cloud. Amen.